Hey, this is Joey Polaro with Efficacy Life Coaching. If you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got my Jersey boy, my good buddy here, Joey Polaro. Uh, from Efficacy Life Coaching. That's such a hard word for me to say, but Joey lived in some dark times, and he he has no idea sometimes why he's alive, but I think my creator, my God, every day that people like Joey walk this earth because he helps people that you know went through addiction, went through recovery, and he helps them really level up after the fact. I don't want to get too deep into his story right now because I want you to let him tell it to you. It'll move you, maybe even get some tissues ready because uh, Joey is just that guy, man. Uh, so without further ado, break out your notebooks because I have two pages of notes. Sit back, relax, because here comes my really good friend, Joseph Joey Palero from Efficacy Life Coaching. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I got my ELC, my efficacy. I said it. Yes. Efficacy life coach. <laughs> you know, efficacy, uh, for those, those that don't know, it's the extent to which a specific intervention, procedure, regimen, or service produces a beneficial result. Effectiveness, virtual, virtue, strength, value, fruitfulness, and success. That's my boy, Joey, from the East Coast. My Jersey guy, Joey Polero. He's the founder of ELC, or Efficacy Life Coach. He specializes in working with people in recovery to supplement their programs, taking them above and beyond. And by the way, he's, I hate to say it like, you know, he has an awesome recovery story, but he did go through a lot of shit and he's going to share that today because he's transparent. I love that about him. But he, what he does with the LC, it takes them you above and beyond the, the, the 12 steps. 12 steps are great, but Joey actually levels them up. It helps you discover and create the lives that you can choose for yourself. And those looking to overcome challenges around food and body to release the weight once and for all. And on the webpage, I'm going to have a before and after of my jacked boy, Joey, here um, to be putting up within his show notes. Because, Joey, man, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Yellow. Yeah? Because uh, the sun and warmth. <laughs> it's and pretty, I, that's pretty easy one for me. In squad, I'm, I'm trying to get my boy Joey to come down here to Jupiter, Florida and hang out for a long weekend. Um, and again, we, we don't do any of the brain grenades or any of the stuff. You know, he's a clean dude, and I live that way pretty much all the time as well. But I want him to come down here and get a nice, fresh catch with me and just be able to hang out. And trust me, the the... The um, we'll just say the the talent walking around is actually a lot of fun too. You know what I mean? The scenery is really good. So, Joey, man, seriously, welcome to the show, man. And let's get in the origins. Can you share that story with us that you shared with me a couple months ago? And uh, yeah, how you sure. use that to level up to the rock star you are now, helping other people level up. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm absolutely. I'm excited, and I'll 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 keep it abbreviated and and <laughs> and relatively. Uh, give you the PG version of my story. Um, but the reason what qualifies me to do what I do um, isn't really my education or um, you know my certifications or or anything like that. It, it's really the, the, the life that I had lived. And, um, you know, I, I'm an alcoholic and I'm a drug addict in recovery. And um, I spent two decades um, in the grips of active addiction. And um, suffered most consequences associated with that um, 
for people who choose to live that way, um, short of uh, long-term prison or death. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I will keep it brief, but I will say that I started drinking and drugging at a very young age. And um, at that point, um, it became my number one priority the first time I picked it up. And, and it had a lot to do with... Um, which uh, it had a lot to do with my state of mind at the time. I always felt um, different and separate and um, from other people. And I was constantly comparing my insides with other people's outsides. And when I picked up that drink at 11 years old, it, it, I liked the effects of alcohol. Um, it, it quieted my mind and made all that stuff disappear. Um, fast forward um, 10 years and you know, I was hitting some pretty severe bottoms, um, getting in trouble with the law, um, unable to form intimate relationships with other people, um, unable to hold a job. And it was obvious to everybody but me that I had a problem with alcohol. But like I said, it had, it was my number one priority in every decision that I made, who I surrounded myself with, how well I did in school, um, how well I did in athletics, um, was about protecting my right to drink in the future. Um, what there, where that wound me up um, in the end, in you know, in 2009, I got sober on August 20th, 2009, and at that point, I was homeless. Um, I had a $300 a day heroin habit. This has been going on for years. I was unemployable. I was doing very dangerous things to to get what I needed, and um, you know that was that was another bottom for me but i had many bottoms over the years and they like they always say there's always a bottom below the bottom and and truth be told i had i had been in recovery programs um i had gotten clean several times mostly to um to please outside people whether that be my parents my boss my girlfriend the law never and yourself. uh never myself never mm -hmm. myself and i and you know so I, I knew a little bit about um recovery and um and I had several times throughout my, my that 20 years gotten cleaned up and um, for sometimes over a year or more. But I, I never really had any intention of giving up my solution to life. And I really just would always just do what I was told, tell everybody what they wanted to hear and do my time, so to speak, until the people started looking the other way. And I, be, I was able to get back to doing what I needed to do. And believe it or not, like I said, being absolutely, you know, on the streets, you know, with that, with a serious habit and, and feeling worthless and helpless and hopeless, I was in the same space, you know, so come August 20th, 2009, when I checked into detox, um, thank God for the last time, hopefully, um, I was, I had no intentions of staying sober. Um, I had no intentions of, but I did, you know, I did want to put in the time necessary to basically come up with another plan. <laughs> to, you know, I was at the end of the line uh, and, um, you know, I got into it. I went into detox. I planned on going back onto the street. That's not what happened. I had some friends and family pull together and get me into rehab. I went into rehab and, um, I started to take direction and, um, and I started, I was blessed. I, I call it blessed because I, I think it was outside of myself because my brain was telling me to run the whole time. Sure. And, but I kept, taking steps forward and I kept doing what I was told and uh, I start I began to recover unfortunately for me um, I got a lot sicker before I got any better when they removed me from the alcohol and drugs and I started looking at my past um, I got hit with depression self-pity um, and I'm sure I always had that underlying I always treated it with alcohol and drugs and uh, so things got 
got ended up being worse, getting worse for me, even though I wasn't drinking or drugging and I was involved in a, in a program of recovery. I got sober in a 12 step program of recovery and I still mm-hmm. am an active participant there and a daily sure. meeting maker. And I do mm-hmm. a lot of service in that arena right. and it's my foundation. Um, but I turned to food and, um, over from 2009 to 2015, I went from 220 pounds to 415 pounds, and I was sicker than I ever was in my entire life. Wow. Um, I guess what we'll, I, I want to speed it along, but ultimately on March 1st, 2015, and it's a very specific date because I remember it very clearly. On March 1st, 2015, I, the night before, I had a dream. I had a dream. My grandfather visited me in the dream. My dream. My deceased grandfather visited me in a dream. And in that dream, he was screaming at me with intensity. And this is a man, um, while he was alive, I've never heard him raise his voice. He's screaming at me to, he's yelling over and over again. He who isn't busy being born is busy dying. He who isn't busy being born is busy dying. And I woke that morning and I'm, um, you know, absorbing all this and, I, and, I, and I'm thinking about it. And it's like, I, I had heard that before. And it turns out to be a lyric in a Bob Dylan song. I don't think it really matters, but it had impacted me in a way. And it brought me a certain amount of clarity that, that although I was sober and I was actively recovering, that I was still scared to live. You know, I was never scared to die. I was scared to live. And from that day forward, I made a decision to take back control of my life and to regain my health and to, to prioritize my, you know, my eating and my exercising and sure. my sleep and um, prioritizing, let uh, learning to be gentle with myself, stop like beating myself up and, sure. you know, being really, really careful about how I speak to myself. And I began to recover. And over the course of I've been 11 plus years in recovery, I'm slowly and slowly getting better and better. I love that, Joey. Uh, thank you for being so, so freaking transparent, man. Um, do you find it hard to believe that you're actually alive? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If things were fair, uh, I would be dead or in prison. Um, sure. Uh, and uh, uh, that uh, that gives me a lot of gratitude. And uh, I practice sure. a lot of gratitude. And, and I know that, that most people um, who go down that path, you know, end up, you know, not making it. It's how, the, the odds aren't good. And how long did it take you to get comfortable coaching people after? Because, you know, when you come out of that, like you can put on, like you lived in imposter syndrome for a long time is what I'm hearing, where you're trying to get people to look the other way. So you can pop that needle back in your arm. You know what I'm saying? You're living that. Like how long did it take you to really become comfortable helping others level themselves up and kind of pull them out of the same so you've lived the life, bro. You've walked the walk, all those cliches, man. Like how long do you feel comfortable or are you still not even comfortable to be able to help others level up? Um, I would say that, I mean, I'd be lying to say that I'm comfortable. I'm clearly qualified and, and sure. I'm, I'm passionate about it. And, and I believe in human potential and I love watching people win. And I love what I do. I love when I work with somebody and the lights come on and they, they start to recognize yeah. their, their strengths and their virtues and their gifts. And they begin to create a vision for themselves, um, and to be able to plug into their life force. But, you know, as a coach, um, 
I'm always operating outside of my comfort zone. And I always have that little voice in the back of my head that's telling me that I'm not enough, that it's not possible, that there's not enough time, that there's not enough energy, that there's not enough money, that there's not enough love, that there's not enough help, that there's not enough people to serve. And, you know, one of my most valuable lessons and experience in recovery is to be able to identify that voice, my lower nature, my disease thinking, my part X, whatever it is that you want to call it, because we all have it as humans. Everything in the universe is light and dark. I'm, I'm not inferior or superior. I'm, I'm not good or bad. I'm both. But the key is to be aware of, to identify and to label that voice for what it is, which is a lie. Um, so I'm, I'm very comfortable working with other people, but you know, I have to, I have to be work, you know, I have to be quieting that voice all the time. I'm always operating outside of my comfort zone. So, you know, I don't know, I'm a new coach. Um, you know, it's, uh, I've been, I guess all in now since April, 2020, um, I started my, I started coaching several years earlier. What date in April? April 1st. Nice, man. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes me a fool. But uh <laughs> yeah, coming up on that one year. April you know, fools. So, Joey, when you you're bringing somebody into the ELC, um is there any secret sauce that you use if you don't mind sharing to help them find their blind spots because there could be many of them when they're coming out of addiction and really looking to level up, man. Like is there anything that you use specifically that you can share with us to help them find that blind spot? Um, you know, I work, I'm, I work more with uncovering what their strengths and their virtues are. Um, I I think, you know, this is very common for human beings in general, um, to be, you know, hyper-focused on like where we fall short and where we're not enough and what we're doing that, that we're not supposed to be doing or what we, we want to do that we can't do or what we have that somebody's going to take. So I really try to focus on like what their strengths are, what their virtues are, um, what are their highest priority values and get them to create a very clear vision. Okay. That comes from a place of clear intention and then help elevate their emotion. Um, so coming from an internal environment, that's what creates a new self. This is one of the problems that I found with, with, you know, more traditional recovery programs, even therapy. And this is just Mm -hmm. my opinion. I'm not, I'm not anything. Um, but, uh, they tend to focus a whole lot more on the past Mm -hmm. and, and looking at, at our, you know, our old self, um, looking at our old behaviors. Um, and when we're, when we're operating in a pat in the past from a place of, of our old knowledge and experience that was created from an external environment, we stay stuck. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So when you're talking to these people in the discovery period, Joey, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? Uh, um, cause you've been there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I, whatever that, no, no, the okay. answer is no. I, okay. I, you know, I don't know. Appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate know that like the way that I can connect, 
sure. with other people is to be a hundred percent vulnerable. Okay. That's part of the reason why I, I, I tell my story. Um, and as because, and I, you know, drop the curtain, so to speak, is because I need to be able to relate to other people. And I also need to, I also need to take my masks off. Like I need mm-hmm. to people, let people know who I am right. and that I am not, um, ashamed of the path I chose mm-hmm. and that I'm, I'm, I'm living a new life. And so whatever anyone asks me, I'm open to answer. Love it. So you're moving into your, this part of your life that you're lack of a better term proud of now, how do you want your dash remembered? Like that little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. How do you want Joy Plero's dash remembered? Uh, I, I want to be remembered as, as somebody who, um, who was able to take, you know, their, their past failures, mistakes, challenges, shortcomings, um, and turn those into a strengths to be of service to others. Wow. That's strong, man. So Joey, what keeps you up at night? Nothing. No? You <laughs> sleep good? I sleep like a baby, man. And it's, um, but you know, I, I'm always, uh, thinking of ways how I can, you know, improve my business. I need to take Um, lessons from you on that, man, because that's one thing. I mean, I I can shut it down, but sometimes it takes a minute. So what do you think people misunderstand the most about Joey? Um, I think sometimes, um, people can mistake, kindness for weakness. (laughs) I was going to say that Uh, about you, bro, because you're Uh, so nice, but I think there's a side that can like, you know, pounce for lack of a better term again, I should say, you know, that, that I I see that all the time when the three times that we've spoke. So Joey, like let's take out electronics out of this, this, this question, let's take out your phone, your computer, you know, your tablets. What are three things that Joey Polaro can't live without? Three things that I can't live without um, my morning routine, um, for sure. Um, um, A recovery program. That's my number one priority because, you know, if, if I don't stay sober, there is nothing else. There's, there's no relationships, there's no business, there's no health, there's no freedom, there's no life. Um, And the third thing would, would be, um, my books. Okay. Read, baby, read, <laughs> I love read. to read. So Joey, what is your definition of a life well lived? Um, living in integrity, um, which really boils down to, you know, my own personal integrity, me doing what I say I'm going to do. That was always the issue for me is, is I would want or say to myself that I would do something and I would never do it. Um, what else do I want people to remember about me? Is that the question? You lost me. Uh, life well lived, brother. Like, what, what's your definition of a life well lived? Live with integrity. Do what you say you're going to do, right? You know that I'm uh, that I'm known as a person who who reaches their hand down and lifts somebody up, and that um that I I aim to take people higher, and that I leave something behind, a legacy behind that continues to give long after that I'm gone. Yeah, dude, that, yeah, that's exactly how I answer it when I'm asked that question, brother. It's like you look at like the B-2 bomber in World War II that we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Like that did the job. But now look at how much farther it's leveled up within the military or anything. That's how I want to plant a seed 
where I will never sit in the tree shade. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to plant that in Rubble. I appreciate you saying that, man. Hey, hey, time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back with the ELC, my man, the efficacy life coach, my boy, Joey Polero. And Joey, you and I could talk 15, 20 minutes an hour on each one of these questions. I'm going to ask you, you got five seconds with no explanations. You can answer them in five seconds. You ready to level up? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know about people from New Jersey. I like to yeah. talk. It's going to be hard to keep. We're going to. Like, I was going to literally put a a beat. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. But let's do this. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. What's the best leveling up advice Joey's ever received? Uh, stay in process, not yes. product. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Uh, my morning routine. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I said, if you didn't, then I'd be calling you out. It's All a right. series of small yes, habits. I exactly. won't explain though further. Excellent. <laughs> Efficacylifecoaching.com. And of course, time to shine today.com. My shameless plug. What website does Joey like to go to to level up? Uh, Google trends. Beautiful. Other, like, like if you see me and you see, man, Fergie's just not, his energy's off. Like he's in his doldrums. What book are you handing me? Um, make your bed. I know yes, this is the Admiral, baby. Love by it. Admiral McClavin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've met him many times. What is your most commonly used emoji when you text? Uh, the winking. Love it. Winking Ch- guy. Chess or checkers? Neither. Neither. Got it. <laughs> so if you could stay, don't freaking lie to me now, Joey, but if you could stay one age physically for the rest of your life and keep the knowledge and wisdom that you've garnered and still continue to gain knowledge, what age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? I mean, I was in the best shape of my life when I was 20. Beautiful. I love that you said that, man, because I say 28 to 32, I'm coming up on 50. It's like, I love me now, but man, I would love to just get out of bed <laughs> without yeah. the piece of cracks. I feel you. So, but the means, truth is, I feel better now than I ever have. Absolutely, packed from mentally, emotionally, spiritually, oh, absolutely, physically. but physically, come on, man. You're yeah, younger, you know, you can, when I was playing college football, I was, yep. in, I was in shape. <laughs> love it. Favorite charity or an organization like to give your time or money to? Um, Red Rover. It's a, it's an animal organization. They help, they help, uh, support animals who are brought out of, uh, you know, uh, abusive, abusive. Homes. love it, man. Thank yeah. you for doing that brother. And last question, you can elaborate a little bit on this one, Joy, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Well, I grew up with 60s music. You know, you? I grew okay. up, yeah, I grew up um, getting into my parents' albums. And, nice, um, man. Me you know, too. so that's my foundation. So I'm going to have to say the 60s. No. Beautiful, man. You can't go wrong in any of those yeah. decades, to be honest with you. So, Joey, how can we find you, brother? Um, you could find me on LinkedIn at Joseph Polaro. You can find me on Facebook at Efficacy Life Coaching. You can email me at joseph at efficacylifecoaching.com or my website, Efficacy Life Coaching. Love it. And Joey, do me a favor, man, and leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on. Sure. Um, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, as business people, as people in relationship, the the, the question I like to always ask myself um, is, who do I need to be in order to, to deliver 10 to 20 times the value that my clients are paying me in terms of money? And to always under-promise and over-deliver. Wow. That, that's awesome. And squad, I got pages of notes, man. If you're on YouTube, brother, I got front, back. And my boy, Joey Plero, just gave you a free masterclass. You know, he's not somebody with an education or certification. 
so much to say. He does have some of that, but it's the life he's lived that will help you level up. He was out there comparing his insides to other people's outsides. You know, he was below the bottom. He was bottom below the bottom. You know, he lived in imposter syndrome to make people look the other way so he could get back on that high train. You know, he's got three dates that really stood out to me. August 20th, uh, 10, or 2009. Uh, March 1st, I believe it was 2015 or 16, one of the two. And then also April 1st um, is when he started his coaching dates. And those three days really stand out for Joey, man. And he's rocking. That, that's called leveling up through time. You know, you can either be busy being born or busy dying. And like we like to say from the Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. And Joey made the choice through his grandpa's guidance in the dream to get busy living. You know, he says a great coach operates outside his comfort zone and really helps to push the person outside theirs, maybe expand their comfort zone to where the point that they can step out. You know, he wants you to identify your lower nature, but don't let that define you. Okay. He wants you to identify help. Reach out to me. I'll put you in touch with Joey so he can help you level up those strengths that you do have, you know, and also a great coach, he said, will uncover your strength and virtues you know, high priorities and create a clear vision and elevate emotion for you to push through. You know, he's going to be remembered as someone that's able to take his past mistakes and turn them into strengths. And he's going to help you do that as well. If you've lived that life as well, he's someone that believes that you should live a life with integrity to do what you say you're going to do and, and actually execute it. And he's always aiming to take himself higher. And he wants you to remember to do, ask yourself, what do you need to do to over deliver? while you're under promising. And Joey does that, man. He levels up his health. He levels up his wealth. He's a handsome dude. He's my East Coast Jersey boy. You know, I'm grateful to have you on here, man. And thank you so much, Joey. I love your guts, brother. And thank you for coming on. This was a great opportunity. I really appreciate it. I hope to get to sunny Florida and do some fishing with you soon. Do that. All right, brother. Talk soon. Talk soon. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.